Amen. Praise the Lord. Blessings. Blessing, church. Blessings, family. Blessings, Grace Family Worship Center. 20 years. Come on, y'all. Give it up for that. Amen. 20 years. That's a blessing within itself. And uh, I, I applaud uh, my dear friends, Pastor uh, uh, Eric and Carrie, and uh, dear friends, uh, they, we, we've not been uh, close we, for about five years now, but we've grown in our relationship, uh, uh, me and Pastor Eric, and then my wife, which is not here, and I might cry. Amen. I miss her so much. She had to have some surgery uh, a few weeks ago, and she's still recovering from that. She sends her love and her hugs, but I just want to personally tell um, Pastor Kerry what a blessing. I'm going to try not to cry. What a blessing you have been to my wife in a time and a season where she needed someone, you and Sister Lisa and and uh, Mr. Teresa, uh, what a blessing. So I thank you from the bottom of my heart that you guys lend your pastors to us at times. And Pastor Eric talks about my wisdom. No, it's uh, it's just all that God gives us. We have a good group. Um, Pastor Greg actually just texted me a little bit ago, and um, and uh, we were we were talking about the just the privilege of being able to do this. He's out in Texas getting ready to preach, and he was encouraging me and. And likewise, but he's kind of the guy that that's, uh, oversees us. But uh, Pastor Eric, myself, and Pastor Joe, and Pastor Ken, who was here last night, and a few others, we're like the, the little brothers, and uh, we get to go out and have fun and, and, and kick it. Amen. And uh, so I'm so thankful for them and thankful for this privilege to be here with you tonight. I do feel like God has given me something to share with you tonight, and I pray that, as Pastor Eric has already said, that your hearts would be open to the word of the Lord, amen? I'm just a vessel, but I believe that he does have something to say to us. I want to thank those that have come from the Life Family Worship Center to be with us tonight. Uh, Thank God for them. Uh, Our men's home is here with us, my dear brothers, and I have to give a special shout out to my, I call her Mother Claire. Uh, she's followed me out. I don't know. Did y'all send her a memo and say she couldn't wear a hat tonight? Because she normally wears her hat, but she doesn't have it on tonight. So is that Sister Patricia all the way from Detroit? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's uh, Praise the Lord. I'm glad to see you. She's just getting in town from Detroit, and I appreciate you coming out. And what a blessing. It's good to be in the house of the Lord with God's people, doing God's things and receiving God's results. Tonight, I'm not going to be long. I don't care what they say about African-American preachers. We're not all long. Amen. Ask Pastor Greg. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. I know I'm in trouble. But tonight, I want to give you a few passages of Scripture And uh, I won't hold you in suspense tonight. The Lord wants me to tell you, endure. Defeat is not an option. Come on, somebody hear that tonight. Hear that in your struggle. Hear that in that place that you've been in for maybe two or three weeks, maybe a year, maybe a month. But hear that in your battle tonight. Endure. Defeat is not an option. That's what God wants you to retain. That's what he wants you to trust in tonight. That's what he wants you to hold, take a hold of tonight. Endure. 
Defeat is not an option. Few passages of scriptures I want to give you, and then we'll get into this. Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36, down to verse 39. This is uh, the EVS version. It says, for you have need of endurance. That sounds instructional to me. For you have need of endurance, so that when you have done the will of God, you may receive what is promised. For yet a little while, and the coming one will come and will not delay. But my righteous one shall live by faith and not shriek back. My soul has no pleasure in him. Verse 39. But we are not those who shrink back and are destroyed, but of those who have faith and and preserve their soul. Um, James chapter 1 verse 12, EVS version. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast or endures. Blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial. For when he stood, when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised to those who love him. And then the last uh, passage I'll give you here. Uh, to, for us to stand on is Romans chapter 5, um, verse 1. I'm going to give you probably uh, two or three verses here, but verse starting at verse 1. Therefore, since you have been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Through him, we have also obtained access by faith into the grace which we stand, into the grace which we stand, and we rejoice in hope of the glory of God. More than that, we rejoice in our sufferings, knowing that suffering produces endurance, and endurance produces character, and character produces hope, and hope does not put us to shame. But because God love, because God's love has been poured out into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Tonight's God, God's instructive word to us is to endure. And I pray that, that this is a revival service, a stirring stir, service, and I pray that this instruction and this, and this promise together will stir your hearts. It will stir and bring about some new and fresh confidence for your lives. It will bring about a new desire to fight on. Amen? A new desire to keep uh, um, pushing forward. And, and, and we're in a season where a lot of folks are giving up. But our word tonight is not to give up but to endure. God is calling us to endure. The definition that I found for endure is this, suffer with patience. Mm, or suffer patiently. Uh, a, a sentence to kind of help us with that is read this way. It seemed impossible that anyone could endure such pain. Another definition is this. Remain in existence. <laughs> here's here's a, a, a sentence to help us with that. These cities have endured through tough times. Here's the thing. No matter what you're going through, 
no matter what you're facing right now. And I believe that you are facing some things. I believe that there are some here in this building tonight that are in the fight of their lives. I believe that there are some in the, in the room tonight that are going through some struggles, going through some trials. You're going through some ups and some downs. You have issues in your marriage. You, you have issues with your finances. You have some struggles in your health. You're wondering what's going to happen with your children. Well, tonight God says endure. Uh, defeat is not an option. No matter what you're going through right now, God's word is to endure. Keep going. Keep pushing. Keep fighting. Keep doing what's right. Keep believing. Keep praying. Keep forgiving. Keep loving. Keep doing God. Amen? Endure. No matter what you're going through. No matter what you're facing. No matter what you're in right now. The word of the Lord to us tonight is to endure. And maybe like me, you would ask the question, why endure? Because defeat is not an option. Come on, hear me tonight. It's not hard tonight. I'm going to be pretty simple. I don't know what the other guy is going to bring, but I'm going to be pretty simple. Why endure? Because defeat is not an option. With God, defeat is not an option. For the child of God, defeat is not an option. Now, let, let me tell you what, an, what, uh, what is an option. Giving up is an option. Throwing in the towel is an option. Turning your back is an option. Losing faith is an option. But defeat for the child of God is not an option. Defeat for the child of God is not a part of God's plan. Can someone say amen? Jesus has set the blueprint for us. In Hebrews chapter 12, verse 1 and 3, he says, it says it this way. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witness, let us also lay aside every weight and sin which clings so closely to us. And let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. Looking unto Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame and, and is seated, and this is a seat of victory, and is seated at the right hand of the throne of God. Consider him who endured from sinners such hostility against himself so that you may not grow weary and faint-hearted. Jesus set the blueprint. Jesus went through everything here on this earth that could be imagined, but yet and still he endured. And the scripture tells us that today he sits in a place of victory. Why? Because Jesus knew that if he endured, defeat was not an option. He knew that he could trust his father for the ultimate victory. He knew that in the plan of God for his life, there was no defeat. And you've got to know the same thing tonight, church. I don't care what the battle is. I don't care what the struggle is. Defeat is not an option. If you continue to fight, if you don't throw in the towel, if you don't turn back, defeat is not an option. Jesus knew no matter what he went through, defeat was not an option. No matter how dark it got, no matter how lonely it got, can you imagine how lonely Jesus felt at times? Can you imagine but yet and still he knew 
in the midst of all of that rejection, in the midst of all of that loneliness, in the midst of all of that heartache, in the midst of all of that despise, in the midst of all of that hatred that was going on and coming towards him, he knew this, no matter what I'm facing for me, defeat is not an option. Defeat is not in the plan of God for my life. And that's why he sits at the right hand of the Father today. Church, I just want you to know that defeat is not an option. Let me give you a few reasons why, and maybe this will help us out tonight. Give you a few reasons why defeat is not an option for the child of God. Number one, because God is for you. It's not going to be deep. It's not going to be, it's not going to be something real deep and mystical. Simply this, because God is for you. The scriptures say in, in Romans chapter 8, verse 31 and 32, and you know this, we just got to be reminded of it. What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us, for us all, how will he not also with God? with him graciously not give us all things. Why is defeat not an option, Pastor Leon? Because God is for me. And if God be for me, who can be against me? We really have to answer and settle that question in our hearts of heart. We really have to chase out all fear. We have to chase out all doubt. We have to chase, chase out all frustration with this simple fact. If God be for me, baby, who can be against me? If God is for me, who can be against me? And I love this. When you look at your life and when I look at my life, all the evidence points to God being for me. Come on, somebody. All the evidence points. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to question. All the evidence points to God being for me. The simple fact that I'm still here today tells me that God's for me. See, because I know I shouldn't be here. I know that I should have been dead a long time ago. The life that I was living, the life that I still live sometimes, I'm not perfect, but glory to God, somebody must be for me. And that somebody is God. I walk in his new grace every morning. I wake up to his new mercy every day. God is for me. All the evidence. I, I know that God is for me because the way my life is filled with his forgiveness. The way my life is filled with his mercy. The way my life is filled with his, his uh, uh, giving me another opportunity. If you ever need evidence that God is for you, all you got to do is look around at your life. You know that God's mercy. You know that God's grace is all around you. And if you can understand that God is for you, then you got to understand can't nobody be against you. If God be for you, who can be against you? That's why defeat is not an option. How do I know he's for me, Pastor Leon? Because he gave his very best for you. Oh, y'all, sometimes we get so deep and so far away from what really matters. If you want to know if God is for you, just look at his son that went to that cross. He gave his only begotten son to let you know that he was a, he was for you. He's not against you. He's not mad with you. He's not angry with you. He's not to trying to, trying to send you to a fiery hell. He's trying to save your life. That's why he sent his son, and that's why his son hung on that cross, so that you would know that God is for you. Defeat is not an option because God is for me. Defeat is not an option because God is on my side. When you go through the fire, he's promised you he'll be there. When you go through the flood, he's promised he'll be there. 
I love this. He said he'll never leave me or forsake me. Defeat is not an option because God's always there. Mm, 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 mm. I know that's not real deep, but think about it. Defeat is not an option. I don't care what you're facing because God promised that he would always be there. He promised that he'd never leave you or forsake you. When you're in the midst of that fire, when you're in the midst of that flood and you can't even catch your breath and it feels like you're sinking and it feels like you're about to, to hit the, the, the bottom of the bottom, you just remind yourself, yeah, I'm going through, but defeat is not an option because God is for me and because he's for me, can nobody be against me? Defeat is not an option. Because God is for me and God is fighting my battles. God's never lost a battle, never will. Y'all know we sing this song. It's not just a song, it's truth. God's never lost a battle, he never will. How can I endure? How can I keep going forward? Because defeat is not an option when God's in the plan. And God's in the plan, he's for you. Somebody needs to hear this tonight. You think God has forsaken you. You think God has forgotten about you. Your struggle, your trial, your situation has begun to lie to you and tell you that God has, has, has kicked you to the curb. Well, Jesus went to the cross so that God would always be for you. Come on, somebody. God loves you. God's there for you. God's on your side. Defeat is not an option because God is for me. Secondly, God, uh, defeat is not an option if I can turn this paper because all of my opposition was defeated at the cross. Mm -mm -mm -mm. All of my, everything that could ever be against you, child of God, was defeated at the cross. Uh, uh, defeat is not an option because all of my enemies have already been defeated. Somebody ought to shout right there. Defeat is not an option because anything that could do anything to me has already been defeated. Can I, I know you heard this before, but let, listen to it again. We don't fight for victory. We fight from victory. It's already been settled on the cross. I don't have to worry about losing because God's Jesus already won everything at the cross. Defeat is not an option. Colossians chapter 2, verse 14 and 15 says this. Having canceled the charge of legal indebtedness, which stood against us, and condemned us. He has taken it away, nailed it to the cross, and has disarmed the powers and authority. He didn't just disarm them. I love this. He made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. Everything that could ever oppose you, child of God, has already been nailed to the cross. Jesus nailed every one of your opponents, every one of your enemies, everything that could ever come against your victory has already been nailed to the cross. You're not fighting for victory. You're fighting from victory. You've already won the battle. It's a fixed fight. All you got to do is walk it out. All you got to do is live it out. Your victory is assured because Jesus sealed it at the cross and he said these words, it's done. Fight is over. You will not lose. Defeat is not an option because Jesus nailed it to the cross. Oh, I get so excited about this because we're always in a battle, but it's a battle that's already been won. 1 Corinthians chapter 15, 5, 55 and 8 through 58 says this. We just sung about this. Where, O oh, death, is your victory? 
where, O oh, death, is your, is your sting. The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God, he gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Therefore, my dear brothers and sisters, stand firm, endure, don't quit, don't give up. Whatever you're fighting for, you stand firm and let nothing move you. Always give yourself fully to the work of the Lord because you know that you lab your labor in the Lord is not in vain. Why? Because the battle's already been won. The victory's already been had. Jesus nailed it all to the cross. It's a mindset that we need, to, we need to operate from. You should not encounter one battle without this mindset. It's already won. Health situation, it's already won. Situation with my children, it's already won. Situation in my finances, it's already won. Situation in my marriage, it's already won. You've got to have a mindset that what Jesus did on the cross was a complete work. I don't have to doubt. I don't have to wonder. I don't have to wish. I don't have to sit around and, and, and see if it's going to work out. It has to be work, it worked out because that was a complete work that he did on the cross. When he said it was finished, it was finished. Every enemy, every opposition, everything that could rise up against you has already been defeated. That's why the word says no weapon formed against you shall prosper because Jesus nailed it to the cross. Start all of your battles knowing that it's already a victory. You've already won. Defeat is not an option because all of my opposition has already been nailed to the cross. Jesus has already taken care of each one of those things that opposes me. The third thing I want you to know here about defeat not being an option is this. Defeat is not an option because my life is purposed and planned. Come on, hear me tonight. Pastor Leon, you're telling me defeat is not an option. You said it's not an option because God is for me. Okay, I'm starting to believe that. When I look around at my life, I do believe that God is for me because everything says he is. Because if God wasn't for me, we wouldn't be, be, we wouldn't be breathing right now. I can tell you that right now. If God wouldn't, wasn't for us, some of us would be really, really messed up right now. Pastor Leon, you said that defeat is not an option. And you said it's not an option because Jesus has already nailed my opposition and my enemy to the cross. But not only that, defeat is not an option because my life is purposed and planned of God. And defeat has never been in God's plan for your life. Listen to Jeremiah 29 and 10 and 11. Y'all know the passage. Jeremiah here is talking to some folks that find themselves in exile. They find themselves in a pretty bad place. They find themselves in a place of struggle. But God comes in and he wants them to know, hey, you might be in a hard place, but defeat is not your, your, your end result. Defeat is not your final destination. He says this. This is what the Lord says. When 70 years are come and complete for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my good promise to bring you back to this place. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. 
no matter the circumstances. Think about this. Here they are, there in exile, wondering, will this ever be over? Will I ever make it back to, 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 to the homeland? Will things ever turn around? Will my situation ever change? Is this my final destination? And God in his graciousness comes in and said, yes, you got to understand, you might be in a situation now, but this is not your final destination. You've got to understand I have plans and a purpose for your life. And because I have plans and a purpose for your life, I can't leave you here always because I've got something planned for you to do, because I've got a ministry, because I've got a life for you to live. You've got to understand I can't let you die here in exile. I can't let you experience defeat here in exile because I have plans and purpose for your life. God's plans and purpose is greater than your problems. Hear me on that. God's plans and purposes are greater than your problems. They're greater than your pain. They're greater than your struggle. What's keeping us today is that God has a purpose for your life. What's keeping you today is that God has a purpose and a plan for your life. Ask Joseph. Joseph had a dream. God had a purpose. Even though he went to the pit, he didn't die in the pit. Even though he went to Potiphar's house, he didn't die at Potiphar's house. Even though he was falsely accused, he didn't die in that accusation. Even though he went to jail, and was forgotten. He didn't die in jail. He rose to the place that God had called him from. Why couldn't the pit kill him? Because he had a plan and a purpose for his life. Why couldn't that accusation take him out? Because God had a plan and a purpose for his life. Why couldn't they, why when he was left in jail, when he was in jail? Because God had a plan and purpose for his life. Why are you here today? Why are you still making it? Because God has a plan and purpose for your life. Why will you not suffer defeat? Because God has a plan. God didn't save you just to look cute and go to heaven. He's got a plan. He's got a purpose for your life. Don't you give up. Don't you give in. Trust God's purpose and plan for your life. Defeat is not an option. And his purpose and plan for your life is keeping you today. Defeat is not an option. Because God saved you with a purpose. Young people know this. God's keeping you for something. And it's amazing. It's awesome. It's going to blow your mind when you begin. And I know there were times, and, and, and I love this, this, this passage of Je in Jeremiah, because right before the, he, he tells them, I have a plan and purpose, he says, then keep living. He says, go out and have some children. He says, pray for these people that got you in bondage. What he was saying is this, endure. Don't give up. This is not your final destination. And I want you to know tonight that this is not your final. I know it's hard. I know some of you have been fighting this thing for a long time. You've been in this struggle for, 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 for a year or so. But please hear God tonight. Defeat is not an option. I hear you say that, Pastor Liam, but how can I know that's true? Because of these words right here. I... The Lord says this, I will come back to you and fulfill my gracious and good promises to bring you back to this place. Here it is. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Here's his plans for you. Plans to prosper you and not harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. How do I know, Pastor Leon, that I'm going to make it through this? How do you know that I'm not going to suffer defeat? Because God has plans for your life. 
I'll, I'll give you one more, and then we're going to pray. How, Pastor Leon, can I be so assured that defeat is not an option? Because Romans 8 and 28 says this, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love him, who have been called according to his purpose. So what does that say, Pastor Leon? And when God told me this, I just ran around the house. He says, defeat is not an option because even when you lose, you win. Even when you lose, you win with God. Come on, y'all hear me. Even though it may not be good to you, it's so good for you. God knows how to take everything that the enemy throws at you and turn it for your good. Why do I know that defeat is not an option? Because even when I lose, I win with God. God takes everything that the enemy wants to do to destroy me, to break me down, to turn my life upside down, and he makes me better. He creates his, the image of his son through the work of the enemy in my life. Defeat is not an option because even when I lose, I win. Y'all, where can you where can you get that deal? You can only get that from the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Defeat is not an option. Because even when I lose, I win. James chapter 1, verse 2 says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, when you face trials of many kind, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let that perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature, complete, and lacking nothing. I can't, defeat is not an option because even when I lose, I win with God. Oh, my, my, my. Even when I lose, even when in the natural, when it seems like I'm losing, I'm winning because God's always at work in my life. There's nothing the devil can do in my life that God can't turn for my good. There's no problem. There's no situation. There's no circumstance. There's no, no text. There's no phone call. There's no doctor's report. There's no judgment that can come down that my God can't turn for my good. There's nothing that the enemy can raise up against me that God won't raise up a standard to come and turn it around in my life. Even when the devil looks like he's winning, I'm winning. Even when it looks like he's got the best of me, God's getting the best of me. Even when God, the devil seems like he's got the, the upper hand, God is really shaping and molding our lives. Defeat is not an option because even when I lose, God win in God. God needs us to know this. Because revival starts with understanding that you got a reason to always shout. You got a reason to always have joy. You got a reason to always have peace. And no matter what we're facing, no matter what we're going through, and this is important in this season because we've got people that are bailing on God left and right every day, prominent men and women of God. Because in their mind, God, well, well, this is not the right experience. This, is, this, is, this seems different, and, and this doesn't line up with what we're going through today. God's still the same yesterday, today, and forevermore, and God never loses a battle. God wins every fight, and if he's in the fight, then guess what? You win, church. We read in Romans chapter 1, and then. I want to end with this. We read in Romans chapter 1. Therefore, we have been justified by faith. We have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. 
Through him we also have obtained access by faith into this grace which we stand. The question is tonight, where are you standing? Are you standing in faith that defeat is not an option? Are you in that situation with your children? Are you standing in faith that no matter what the next phone call comes or the next text or the next report comes, I don't care what the enemy says out of his mouth. I choose to believe the report of the Lord. I don't care what they say. I don't care what happens. I don't care what comes from the doctor. I choose to believe the report of the Lord. I stand in faith. I've been given grace to stand in faith tonight that whatever the enemy throws at me, it will be defeated and I shall rise up because if God be before me, who can be against me? We have to understand who lives inside of us. Jesus lives inside of us. And his victory is our victory. His victory is your victory. He's in your heart, then you have victory in all situations. He's in your life, then you have victory in all situations. He's your focus, then you have victory in all situations. Last scripture, and then we'll pray. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7 and 10 says this, talking about the gift of God, that man Jesus. But we have this treasure in jaws of clay to show that this all-surpassing power is from God. Victory, defeat is not an option because you have a power working in your life. Come on, church, hear me tonight. You're not powerless in this situation. You're not, you're, not, you're not helpless in this situation. There's a power at work in your life that never loses, that never experiences defeat. I love this. It says, it is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. We always carry around in this body the death of Jesus Christ, so that the life of Jesus may also be revealed in our bodies. Defeat is not an option because of who lives inside of me. Defeat is not an option because of who lives inside of you. Jesus in you equals victory in every situation in your life. I don't care how it feels. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what anybody says. You'll be victorious because the victor lives inside of you. Jesus is your victory. He secured it on the cross. He's the one that has paid the price so that you can walk in victory. That's why scripture says that you are more than conquerors in all things. Why? Because you didn't even have to fight for the victory. He fought for the victory. He lives inside of you. He gives you the victory. All you've got to do is endure. Keep on fighting. Keep on praying. Keep on believing. Keep on giving. Keep on loving. Keep on pressing. Keep on going. Don't give up. Don't turn back. Don't throw in the towel. Trust Jesus in your life for your victory. For he is your victory. Defeat is not an option. I want to pray for you tonight that you can make it to that position of grace where you understand and you stand tall in your faith 
and you looked that situation dead in the eye and you said defeat is not an option. Defeat is not an option. Defeat is not an option. That's got to become your profession. Defeat is not an option. That's got to become what you speak over that situation. And I asked God tonight, I said, God, give us the grace. We're at Grace Family Worship Center. God, give us the grace so that we can stand. I know it's hard. Believe me, me and my wife, we got attacked health-wise not too long ago. One thing after another, here, there, boom, bang, coming. And God says, but defeat is not an option. Stand in grace. Stand in faith. I'll give you everything you need. Grace Family Worship Center has been here 20 years simply because defeat has never been an option. Your pastors, every, they're here every week, every Wednesday, every time the door's open. They're here. Why? Because they believe defeat is not an option. No matter how y'all act, defeat is not an option. No matter how many times we got to get together, have coffee, and talk about y'all, defeat is not an option. That's why year 21 is about to come around the corner, because defeat is not an option. Please don't take being here 20 years lightly. Believe me, in this atmosphere, it's very easy to say, I'm going to go find something else to do. It's very easy to say, I'm going to go and sit in somebody else's church. It's very easy to say, you know what? They'll be better off without me. But you got shepherds that said to themselves, we started this 20 years ago. We've got Jesus living inside of us and we know that defeat is not an option because we stand in faith we stand in grace and God has poured out his spirit over our lives and defeat is not an option let's stand thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Lord thank you Jesus sometimes God will do a, a private thing in a public place and I just got one person that God put something in my heart for and I want to, I don't know where she went to. The young lady, there you are. Come here, please. The lady that was singing right there. You've been in a secret battle all by yourself. You've been going through. You ain't told nobody about it. God sent me to tell you today that defeat is not an option. I don't care how it feels. I don't care what your mind tells you and your own thoughts. Defeat is not an option. You're victorious in all things. In all things, in every situation, when you compare, you're still victorious. When you doubt, you're still victorious. When you feel less than, you're still victorious. God's got a purpose and a plan for your life. And I speak over your life today. As of this night, your life will change. You will believe that defeat is you, every situation you encounter now where the enemy was going to try to take you out, where, where the enemy thought he could get to you mentally, never again. This day, God has spoken into your heart, and he's let you know that defeat is not an option. You, listen, what, what's your name? Mary Catherine, guess what? There's nothing you can't face now. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing you can't face now. Because a seed of faith has been placed in your heart. And God told me to tell you, for you, if nobody else, defeat is not an option. You will never lose. Hear me, please. You will never lose. You will never lose. You will never lose. 
never lose. Stop comparing yourself. You will never lose. There's no situation where you don't come out on top. There's no situation that you don't win in. There's no situation that you don't come out the head and not the tail. There's no situation, none, that you don't win in. Please know that. Please know that. Let's pray, church. Let's pray. Father, I thank you tonight. I thank you for reminding us who lives inside of us. The victor, Jesus. I thank you tonight, God, for reminding us that no matter, no matter what we're encountering, no matter what we're going through, if you be for us, God, can't nobody be against us. Thank you for reminding us tonight, God, that everything that opposes us, anything that can ever come against us, has already been nailed to the cross. We've already got to victory. Thank you for reminding us tonight, God, that we'll never suffer defeat because you have a plan and a purpose for our lives. Father, thank you for reminding us that even when we lose, we win because you're working in our lives. Father, help us tonight. Help that one that's struggling to, to battle on. Help that one that's struggling to keep on forgiving. Help that one that's struggling financially right now, God. Let them position themselves. You said in your word that by faith you've given us access to grace, to stand. Tonight, God, through your word, give them the faith to the place of access to receive the grace to endure for you have promised that those that endure will receive the promise and the crown and tonight in grace family worship center defeat is not an option and we receive the grace that will allow us to endure Enduring every battle, enduring every trial, enduring every up and every down and every valley and every dark place, enduring through depression, enduring through heartache, enduring through pain, God. Give us the grace, God. Give that family the grace. Give that, that mother, Lord, that, that mother that's been struggling by herself. Give her the grace, God, to endure. Give that father the grace to endure that's going through financial struggle, that's it, that, that's, it's all, that feels like he's all by himself. Give him grace tonight, God, to keep on doing what's right, to, to keep on doing the God thing tonight, God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. In closing this out tonight, if you say, I need more grace so I can stand and fight this battle, this trial, I just want you to come to the altar. Just to acknowledge, God, I need more grace. I want to keep fighting. I don't want to give up. I want to keep battling. Just come down to the altar. Just have a little talk with God. 
Come on, just come on down, God. I need more grace. I need more grace to keep enduring, God. There are times when I feel like God is it's no use. There are times when I feel like just, just throwing in the towel. But tonight, God, you spoke to my heart. You spoke to my mind. You spoke to me tonight, God. And God, I'm willing to, I'm willing to come forward and receive the grace by faith that I need to endure, to battle on. Because defeat is not an option. Defeat is not an 